Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. So some workers, guys, don't want a COVID-19 vaccine. They don't want to take it. Uh, they are reluctant. I mean, we've spoken about it on the show. Yeah. But can your boss make you take it anyway? Are employers within their rights to exclude employees from workplace um, if they can't produce their negative uh, certificate for, for COVID-19? Uh, there's also another one under the, the Disaster Management Act. Um, you can go and claim um, from the compensation fund if you contract um, COVID-19 from your workplace. And also just generally out there, people aren't sure. So we're going to be speaking to senior legal advisor at Strat G Labor Solutions. Justin, is it Hating or Hutting? Um, That's Hutting, yeah. It's Hutting. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Justin. Welcome to the show. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me this morning and the opportunity to speak with you. Justin, can I be forced uh, to take a COVID-19 test if I don't want to? Okay, so I think what we need to acknowledge is that everyone has a, um, a responsibility, number one, and also an interest in making sure that we comply as far as possible with the new COVID-19 regulations put forward by national government. Yeah. However, the problem is that there's nothing in our law that allows us to force persons to undergo medical testing or to even you know, disclose their medical records. So it becomes a balancing act. So we need to actually make it very clear to employees, look, it's very important for everyone to comply. And if you want to be able to continue working, then you would also then need to produce that uh, negative test. However, the way that then employers will be able to enforce this is by making sure that they have a pandemic policy in place, which makes it compulsory on return to work from isolation or quarantine that you produce that medical certificate which says you're fit to return to work and if you don't and you unreasonably refuse then you would likely to be uh, disciplined and then dismissed so so are you saying that we literally need to be sat down and they need to draft up new policies for this to be enforced am I understanding you correctly absolutely yes so you would need to have a proper policy in place that is communicated to all employees and then you need to explain that only in the event that there's an unreasonable refusal, then will the company have the prerogative then to take action against an employee who doesn't do it. Mm. And I would say then that the only time you would be able to reasonably refuse is on the basis of maybe religious objections or even if you have some form of medical um, condition that's going to react badly with the vaccine. Yeah. Speaking of uh, refusal, what are the implications if somebody intentionally exposes other people to COVID nineteen at work? What what are what how how do how do you, how will you get punished for that? So number one, as I said, if you have a pandemic policy in place, you would then be disciplined and ultimately dismissed for breaching those regulations and also the COVID nineteen policy. But then you could also expose yourself to the possibility of criminal prosecution. Yes, and what does that mean? And that means then you could either face a fine or imprisonment up to six months. Oh, wow. Justin, th- then, how do you, then how do you strike the balance? So, so let's say the, the place that I work for um, has got this pandemic policy, but I don't want to get tested for religious reasons. Maybe that's what I use. Yeah. So, so how do we then strike the balance? Because if I don't get tested, I could still come to the workplace and infect other people. So I think what we then need to do is obviously there is a duty on employees who do have a religious objection to bring it to the company's attention. And then that allows the company to put other measures or other accommodations in place. So if it is possible for that particular employee to work from home, then they would then work from home. 
and still perform their duties in that way. And if there isn't such a possibility, then the employer would have to make other accommodations, such as isolating that particular employee from the rest of staff members, maybe putting them into an office that is far removed from everyone else, and then limiting their interaction with other employees. So regarding the Disaster Management Act and how employees can actually get compensated for uh, being exposed to COVID-19 in the workplace, have many, have significant number of people actually gone for this compensation fund? Have they lodged uh, any complaints and what is, how are they being compensated? So essentially what would happen is you would have to follow the provisions of the COIDA Act. You would go to a medical um, practitioner, they will fill out your claim form for you. They will say, look, what is the likely time that you're going to be off? Then the employer would also give certain information such as what your remuneration is, and then you would be compensated accordingly by the compensation fund. Now, I think this is very much in its infancy. I haven't heard of many people that have gone to claim through the Quota Act, but I think that is going to become a lot more prevalent going forward. Uh, we, we, we did content around vaccine and people's just reluctancy to vaccines. And a lot of people are not sure. What would you say to someone who's not sure about taking the vaccine? Look, I think the reality is this, is that, you know, vaccines are quite important uh, in managing the, the spread in the, the pandemic. And we need to make sure that people are still able to then obviously keep safe, but then also ensure the safety of their livelihood. And then we need to bring it to someone's attention. We say, listen, guys, it's very important for you to comply with these regulations. It's very important for you to have the vaccine and to produce that certificate because in the event that you can't, it means you could possibly end up losing your job. And then that just exacerbates an already difficult situation for everyone. So it's a matter of explaining the importance of why we need to have this vaccine in place in the workplace, why it's important to comply and then try and get buy-in from staff members. And I think it's also very important for management as well to lead by example, because we can't expect people to comply with the rules and regulations if we aren't willing mm. to then comply with them ourselves. Sure. We'll have to leave it there, Justin. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity once again. Uh, there was Senior Legal Advisor at Strategy Labor Solutions talking about vaccines and the workplace. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.